Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Welcome to Thriller Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of Thriller Bitcoin. Today we have on the show Cooper. He's a he's a new pleb in town. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, we've been we've been hanging out with him here at Pleb Lab and all over the Austin Bitcoin scene. How's it going, Cooper? It's going well. Austin is an amazing place to be if you're a pleb. Um, so I've been here for five or six days. And has it only been five or six days? It has been uh, just a short amount of time. I feel like you've been here for like two weeks already. No, it's crazy. I feel like I've seen you almost every day. I've met close to 30 people. Really? I would that? say that I'm like friends with now. Wow. Um, it's just crazy, like the Bitcoin community, how quickly you get like plugged into it. Here in Austin? Here in Austin specifically. Where did you, and we've already talked about this, but like, uh, let's just explain it to the rest of the plebs out there. Where did you, um, where did you come from again? So I was working at a startup. Um, the name of it is Whatnot, and uh, it's kind of like a social commerce um, application where people go live and they start selling things uh, to their audience. And I was living in Scottsdale, Arizona with some family. That's where I'm from originally. And then, um, you know, every time I was at work, I would always be thinking about Bitcoin just because <laughs> I had already been down the rabbit hole like too far and once you get to a certain point, it's kind of like all you can think about for a while. And um, you start trying to orange pill everybody in your life. <laughs> right. But you need some like reciprocation. You need someone to uh, to like respond with some other, you know, Bitcoin content. Like you can't be having these conversations about DLCs with your sister because at a certain point, she's just like nodding and like going ahead with it. So um, I made the decision to kind of take a risk and um, head out to a city that I don't know anybody in and um, just just see what would happen if I went to the Bitcoin mecca of the world. And um, it's just been kind of a game changer being around plebs like 24-7 and just having those conversations. 
the two-sided conversations where they're, you know, they can respond with like information about the subject that you're like curious about. And so it's been a real game changer and um, I'm looking forward to the future a lot. But uh, yeah, just making that switch from like not really being able to have those conversations with other people to like actually being in the mix is just, it's, it does a lot for your mentality. Would you say it's like uh, it's helped, or is it helped you more? It's it's definitely helped me. Um, it's given me a lot more confidence about like the future and kind of like where things are going, and like most importantly, just my understanding of Bitcoin on like a technical matter um, has been just like I've I've bolstered my understanding a lot just from having those conversations. Oh, with like Super and uh, Tristan. Yep. Exactly. So the first time I met Super, we probably talked for like 45 minutes about just some some nerdy stuff <laughs> like in the corner of a bar while everyone else was just, you know, doing their normal thing. But um, yeah, I had always wanted to to ask somebody like all these questions I had and I just never had the opportunity. So like I met Super, I'm like, dude, I got to ask you some stuff, man. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. Yeah, Super's a, he's, he's a real one. Uh, would you say like, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm curious, quite frankly, because there's a lot of people that are out there that are like debating whether to come to Austin mm -hmm. if they're, you know, like, in, like, like you, they're in a similar situation, right? They're, in, they're in, you know, anywhere town USA and, um, they're thinking about, Hey, I keep hearing this thing about Austin. It yeah, sounds like there's a bunch of cool plebs building some stuff on Bitcoin over there. It also sounds like they have conferences almost every week there, like, would you have any kind of advice for them or, or what would you? Uh... I would say, um, you know, you might be seeing some stuff on the Internet and you, you're not sure whether or not like it's real. But I can attest like it's actually happening here and the pleb life is a good life to live. It's pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool. Like you know, we we, uh, we kind of we all hang out together. It, it's just a community. Like I I can't overstate that enough. Like these people are real and they're down to um, support each other and just you know they're here they're here for a reason and everyone's bought into the mission. It's just a good feeling to be surrounded with those people. It's interesting, right? Like I think the other day, me and you wanted to hang out, right? And I was like, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna get around to it, Cooper. I just mm -hmm. don't. I've just been so busy. But I was like, hey, I'm gonna be at radio for it's a local. Whoever's listening, it's a local great spot. Yeah, it's an awesome spot. It's a local Austin, uh, you know, Southside uh, coffee bar. And uh, I was like, "Hey, Cooper, I'm gonna be here." And then whoever else wants to come, come to. Um, if you guys want to hang out, because I had to get some work done, I was like, "Well, maybe a couple plebs, you know, will come." I just threw it in the Keep Austin Pleb Telegram. And then how many people showed up? There was where there was about five of us hanging out in the back, and um, we we're just talking for like two hours about not even Bitcoin the whole time. That's the thing is like, yeah, these are Bitcoin people, but they're all like super intellectual. And I had like a 30 minute conversation about philosophy with someone from Unchained Capital. And it was just like an awesome conversation, like totally unrelated, but like we met through Bitcoin and I don't know, it's just, it's just cool. Like the type of people that you meet. Yeah, they're all, I mean, we're all in this together. That's what's so cool about the Austin Bitcoin scene is like, you can run into like a Justin Moon, <laughs> you know, because we're all working here downtown, right? Mm -hmm. So you can run into a Justin Moon down the street, or I, I can run into like a Ben Carmen or, or one of the Bens, you know, sure. somewhere else, right? Like, 
And it's just like, hey, what are you doing here? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, we all we all live here. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool where it's just like this is the scene. This is where everybody's at. This is kind of like what we're doing here. And then by the way, they're everybody's super supportive of each other here in Austin when it comes to Bitcoin. Uh, it's I'm so bullish on Austin. Uh, I like it so far, just in terms of like the city itself. Everyone's been really cool to talk to, open minded, um, a lot to do. I think there's a lot of different areas in Austin and, you know, it's kind of dense. So you can go 10 minutes up the road and like really switch up the environment. And I personally enjoy that. I think it's cool. Oh, um, the different neighborhoods, the right? Different neighborhoods, you know, it's like a different vibe. There's a lot it's of cool, different right? stuff going on. Like hanging yeah. out with you in South Austin is like a lot different from going to, you know, somewhere like Westlake or, or even um, central right now where we're at. Is it Westlake or Westwood? Uh, Westlake, if West you're Lake. hanging out over there. Yeah. yeah. And then like even here, like downtown, downtown we're in the, we're in the finance, we're in the financial district right now. So literally we're in like the old financial district and Bitcoin is being built here in the financial district of Austin. Like you have Pleb Lab here, you have Unchained Capital, you have a couple other companies that don't want to be disclosed, but do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like totally. it's literally happening in the financial district of Austin. Right. And most people don't even realize it. Yeah, it's funny. It's like a Trojan horse. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I mean, I was talking to somebody yesterday, um, and they worked at Airtable, and I was kind of telling my story, and they're like, "Oh, you moved here like for Bitcoin," and I'm like, "Yeah, like um, it's it's kind of going off in Austin." And he's like, "Oh, really? I didn't even know that." I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's you've a kind thing. of been sleeping on it. That's a thing right now. Like we we work out of Seven One Brazos, which is happens to be you know Capital Factory, but I I like to I always tell Kyle all the time, I'm like. Dude, like Pleb Lab is a Trojan horse for sure. That that got in here for sure. <laughs> you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's a joke, but you know what I mean. Like it's it it's supposed to mean like we're we're like we're gonna turn everything orange, you know, eventually. And it starts by uh, talking to people. What uh what what do you think has been the most surprising for you here, just in the Austin Bitcoin scene? Like, cause you're a regular dude. Like you're I'm just a regular, you're just, just a guy, pleb. you're just a pleb, right? Like we're all regular dudes. Right. Is that surprising? The, I think the surprising part was how easily it was, how easy it was to relate to everybody. Um, you know, like I said, I didn't really know any Bitcoin people before moving here and hanging out with you guys, but like everyone I've met has been super just like on the same page. And I think the reason for that is Bitcoin has some very strong ethos. If you agree on that, there's a lot of other things you can agree on. And I think that's a great foundation for our friendship. Right. So it's been really cool to see that. I was kind of surprised like how easily these friendships were being made. Like for you, you and I, for instance, like, I feel like we're pretty good friends now. Yeah. Cause like, I, it's it was like pretty easy. It was though. very easy. It was like, okay, you're a Bitcoiner. I know you're a Bitcoiner. And then it was like, um, it was almost like, like you would do a handshake and you're like, oh, he's a Bitcoiner. I'm a Bitcoiner. So you don't, we don't have to talk about anything other than like. Well, all that is known. All that is known and already. Now let's, now let's add to that. Now, exactly. Right? Like the foundation's already set. So like literally just add on top. And it's just, uh, it's pretty amazing how like quickly. The, and that happens to everybody that comes in here. They're like, I can't believe. And I'm like, well, it's because we're all Bitcoiners. We all fundamentally believe these 
you know, core things. Exactly. Even if we differ on whatever, 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 we still, we still all have the fundamental Mm -hmm. foundation. And like, this is where like shit coins always lose because they're building on quicksand, you know? That's the thing. And I hope that um, some of those people will start to recognize like where they're building and, and what they're building for. It's, they're really missing out on like something legendary, something that will be written in stone. Boss. I love that. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's amazing. True. It's like if you're if you're building over there, your your project could be gone. You know, it's not it's not built for the test of time. Like Bitcoin so, so, is so, that. so tell me more about that. Why do you, why do you think it's not built for the test of time? Part of the reason why it's not built for the long term is in order for them to profit, they have to sell their coin. Right. Would you agree? Yeah, 100%. So they're not, they don't have long-term vision. Like me, I'm never selling my Bitcoin. (laughs) It's like, I'm just going to, just going to hold on to it for a while and maybe pass it down to the kids. But those people don't have the same mindset. You know, if you're, if I don't know, I don't want to name like anything, but if you're just building like some small project, but you're like an insanely talented developer, like you should really think about the value of the asset that you're creating. And yeah, you might be able to pump it and dump it like really quick. Um, but like, do you want to do that? Is that how you want history to remember you? Right. Or you could build something for humanity that's going to like change the game for the course of human evolution. And it will, I mean, the Bitcoin blockchain, everyone knows it's like, it's the most secure one. Like this is what we're building on top of. This is the foundation. Yeah, dude, that's so fire. You know, I'm so glad you came to Austin. So glad, man. Like even even like being in the lab now, just like coming in, because I've been busy because of South By and all that stuff. And that came in. I was like, oh, there's Cooper. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. And then uh, I'm like, like I, I see Super over there and he just looks like super giddy. And he's like, yeah. Like, I'm showing Cooper this today. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, he loves to teach. He loves to teach, right? I love to learn. I'm just, I'm here, um, I'm here to move the ball down the field. I don't know exactly like what that project is or, or what my. Yeah. Um, so, so what are you, what are you thinking about? Cause I know, I know there's a lot. There's a lot so, like, yeah, I know, I know today we're having a whiteboard session. We have to talk about that, but like, like so, what do you what are you thinking? Like, what do you think? Uh, you think you're gonna build on Bitcoin? Is is that what we're thinking here, or are we thinking more like just getting involved in the community? Or right now, I'm I'm definitely getting involved in the community. I think where my head's at is like understand what's on the market, understand all the projects that are being built, and um, talk to as many people as I can to try and understand what needs to be done like today. Because, you know, I came here for a reason. I want this this to succeed and, you know, I'll do whatever it takes to like make sure that happens. So whether it's building on Bitcoin, whether it's, you know, telling the story, sharing the vision, whatever it is, like, I feel like I have a lot of different um, abilities. Like I'm willing to put all of those into action. Like fuck sleep. Like let's get it done. <laughs> so you sound like you sound like uh, you sound like one of us, like just on Bitcoin on a Bitcoin time clock, <laughs> just like twenty four seven. Yeah, dude. It's um. Do you get the sense of urgency for being sure. in 
Yeah, can you describe that for people? I think the sense of urgency, you know, it's different for everyone, but at least for me, um, this is, you know, Bitcoin is something I've been looking into for years. You know, I've I've been studying it and trying to understand it for a while. And I'm finally at the place where I feel like I can add value. And um, yeah, so I think the sense of urgency is like, okay, I'm I'm valuable. So like start adding value, you know, like there is something for you to do. So find it and like start helping. Right. Um, that's that's one way to look at. Yeah, I'm I'm under the same mindset too. Like I, I just just want to contribute and be of service to other Bitcoiners. And if I'm not doing that on a daily basis, then like shame on me, right? Like this that's just how I feel. I don't know if that's just the Catholic in me or I don't know what that is, but like I just kind of feel that way all the time. It's like what who else could I be helping? Who else right. could I be serving? Like, you know, what do I need to do to make sure like, you know, I just feel like that urgency all the time. I think it's good, and I'm sure a lot of other Bitcoiners can attest to that um, because it's an important mission, and the world needs Bitcoin. Especially right now, right? Especially right now. Yeah. How's the scene in Arizona? Um, I know we have some friends out there. I don't want to name drop them just because of who they are, but um, what is it like up there? Did you ever go to any of their meetups or any of the stuff that they're doing over there? You know, I didn't get the chance to go to any of those meetups, but um, there's a couple— groups out there who are doing things. I know Tucson and Phoenix has a Bitcoin club. Um, it has potential for sure. A lot of tech and a lot of uh, good people are in Arizona. So I think the um, the ingredients are there. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. We They came through Pleb Lab one, one, I forget what month it was, but super bullish on those guys like building it out there. They have, um, I think they, I think they have enough to do it at least yes. that's the mind, my mindset yes, that I, 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 got I agree it. I think they have what it takes I'm bullish as well I'm also bullish on every other city because I mean this is something that every city can do and I mean every friend group could do this you know it's just a matter of getting together like finding some people in your area who are interested in this and having those conversations and they just just I'm kidding. telling you, it snowballs. Yeah, like it sure does. Like before you know, you got something on your hands and and yeah, you can run with it. So if anyone's listening and and they are um, looking to meet some Bitcoin friends, get online, start, you know, connecting dots. Yeah, get on the uh, Keep Austin Pleb Telegram, I would say for sure. Like that was a good, is, is, was that Telegram group help, helpful? Yeah, that was... You know, I, I found Pleb Lab on Twitter, and then from there, I kind of, like, disseminated into the the telegrams and, and started to figure out, like, when the events were happening. Um, so I would—I think that's a good place to start. It's a good model to um, try and emulate. But all these cities could do the same thing, right? I know, right? It's, it's yeah. big, Bitcoin is, like, the foundation for a community to be built on, and it really attracts, like, top-tier talent. It does, because you know. once, because eventually everybody's gonna get on Bitcoin, right? Right. Like that's that's just the same. Come on now. And 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 some people will be like, well, we don't need to do anything. We just need to hold our Bitcoin, and that's enough. And reality, sure. like, if you're that type of person where you don't, <laughs> where you don't want to help, um, but I think a lot of people yeah. feel responsibility um, for for their world. I mean, if you, yeah, like, are you responsible? Like, do you do you take 
responsibility over your own life or do you want like other people to do things for you? Yeah, that's so good. I mean, that's a bit, that's the Bitcoin ethos. Be a sovereign individual, like take responsibility. Let's get after it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, and then you have to also look too, like if you look at the history of Bitcoin and the other people that have helped along the way, like we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those people. Exactly. So it's like, it's our responsibility now as these new Bitcoiners to like do our service for Bitcoin. And then at some point there'll be a new group of individuals that'll kind of take on that lead for us. We don't have to be doing it mm -hmm. <laughs> for the rest of our decade, you know? Yeah, well, that'll, that'll be exciting too, is just watching like more and more people come in. You know, Matt is like from 2014 and it's just crazy to see. Now he's in retirement mode. <laughs> he's in retirement mode, but like I was, with him, I was with him last night and he still pitched to like somebody on Bitcoin and he like got their wallet set up. So he's still doing it. You yeah, know? he's still, he's a real one too. I, I, I love me some Donna, man. I love him. He's, he, he gives me like the best advice, like honestly, like when it comes to just like regular life, mm -hmm. like I'm always hitting him up for like regular advice. It's good people, man. He's, he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a solid guy. So Carl, let me ask you this. Yeah. What are you most excited for in Bitcoin in the next couple months? What are you looking forward to the most? Right now, if you ask me what I'm looking forward to, is I'm just, I can't wait to get to Miami. Like, I can't wait to see all my friends. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to like hang out with everybody there. Um, and that's going to be a lot of fun. That's what I'm looking forward to like here, here now. Mm -hmm. um, if you ask me like what I'm looking forward to in the future. Yeah, let's uh, go a couple months ahead. A couple months ahead, like skip that. Can't wait to see what happens to Pleblab. Like, I can't wait to see, like, we have other devs waiting to get in. It's just like now we're out of space. Like, we don't have enough space to help all the devs that want to come into Pleblab. And that's my, like... That's a good feeling. It's a good feeling, but it's also like, man, I could be helping so much more people. I could be of service to so many more developers. But it's, like, literally just getting the... Um, getting some stuff together so that way we can get a bigger lab. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I'm kind of bullish on. Pub like, lab takeover. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm curious to see like how many more people we can bring on, how, how much, how much more we can build for the ecosystem, um, all that stuff. And then also too, like I'm, I'm really bullish on like what Marty's doing right now. Like he's on another level, dude. Like this guy is like, when I look at work ethic, I just, I look at Marty Ben, I'm like, Am, am I am I that focused? Because I need to get that focus. And I've definitely, when I first met him, I wasn't that focused. But now that I've hung out with him for like, I don't know if it's been like five months, six months, whatever it's been. Like now I'm like slowly getting to like half his work ethic. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, when I first started, I didn't have that work ethic. But now it's like seeing him every day and just like, oh crap. Okay, I can definitely get at least halfway there. Maybe at some point I can get all the way to his work ethic. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I'm bullish on like whatever Marty does just because I see the amount of work and time and love and care and just like amazing person that he is and he puts all that into it. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to see like what that becomes because I think we're building something pretty cool at TFTC. Like, yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm bullish on, those two things. I love it. Yeah. I can see it in your in yourself too though. Like it, it does seem like you're kind of building up, right? And like evolving to a certain level of focus and just like determination. And I've only met you, I've only known you for so long, but it does seem like you're kind of on a path right now. Would you Would you uh, say you are? I think uh, may, maybe, I hope so. I hope I at least, you know, show that. But um, 
I try not to think about it too much. I just try to just be an example for everybody mm-hmm. um, because you don't want to be the guy that like toots his own horn, right? Like you don't want to be that guy. And, yeah, that's true. Um, but you do want to like lead by example. Um, and that's just kind of what I learned from Marty. Mm. Like he just leads by example. Um, and uh, I will say though, like I have made some major changes in my life the past two months. So I think those major changes definitely made a thing. And then now I'm at a point where a lot of people um, are responsible for a lot of different things now. So it's just like, I have to make sure I'm I'm sharp and right. I'm like on and I'm like not. Um, there's this thing called the 4 a.m. club. Do you know what that is? I do not. What is it? <laughs> um, it's like where you, uh, you get up at 4 a.m., you accomplish all your tasks before, you know, a certain time. Mm-hmm. And then you, um, then you start your day. Right. And then you get up consistently at 4 a.m. Like a lot of uh, really, um, uh, I guess you would call them like really people that ever accomplished like great things in their lives. They were part of the 4 a.m. club. Um, and this is just somebody that's a friend that we have here at Capital who told me that. And I was like, oh, wow, I didn't know, I didn't know about this 4 a.m. club. And then he started listing all the names. And then I, I would go look through like YouTube interviews or whatever and be like, oh yeah, there he goes. He's mentioning hmm. 4 a.m. Oh, there, there he goes. He's mentioning 4 a.m. And then you come to find out like you can get a lot accomplished before even the, you know, the sun rises. And like, uh, I'm not yet at 4 a.m. <laughs> I'm like at 6 a.m. I'm at 6 a.m. Yeah. But I think at some point, you know, within the next year, I could probably get to 4 a.m. where I start my day, do my workouts, read my Bible, and then like do everything that I need to do. And then that way I can get to the office by like eight and then really focus on like helping the people around me like I'm supposed to Mm -hmm. and um, really just kind of like doing that, that drive. For sure. Yeah. The drive is important. And like you said, you have to have a a clear mind. You have to be sharp or, or else you're not um, as productive as you can be. That's something that I try and, you know, implement into my life is how effective am I? And um, a lot of that is like biological, right? So like, what are you eating? Like, what time do you wake up? How's your sleep? Um, yeah, we were just talking about sleep right we, before. We were talking about a car <laughs> sleeps on the floor right now. I was trying to, I was trying to, I was trying to sleep on the floor, pill you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to, to be a more effective Bitcoiner. Right. That's interesting. I've never heard that before. Yeah, I guess there is, right? It's it's important because, you know, what we're doing is um of value. So it, it's kind of like your responsibility to do that to the highest extent, right? Um, so maybe you should look at your diet a little bit to see if you can improve your productivity. Maybe you should look at what time you're going to bed to see if you can you know, squeeze a couple more hours out of the day. I think it, it it's probably worth it. Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't realize I was slowly doing that, but maybe I am slowly doing that. Um, is there any kind of different things that you do that, that maybe I can learn from? I, you know, f- just from a, a journey of like self-development, I would say there's some irregular things that I do. I was keto for a while. Oh, interesting. Keto is interesting. I think your diet is probably like the biggest thing that you can uh, modify in order to be more successful. Um, yeah, you know, obviously, you know, people read like self-help books, stuff like that. 
um, that's kind of like shaping your mentality. But I'm sure a lot of people have have heard all of this before. But um, I think it's just important to evaluate like where you're at and uh, try and see, is this, am I okay with this? Am I trying to get better? You know, self-reflection is important for reasons like that. And um, when there's bigger things at play, you kind of have a responsibility to, uh, to make to sure others, you're doing right? your best. Yeah, yeah. yeah I kind of feel like that these days. Like I have to make sure I'm like um, doing the right thing. You are. 24-7. You are. I see you. You're, you're getting after it. Trying. <sighs> Trying. Just try. Every day is a new day. Um, yeah, that's cool. That's it's really good advice. Yeah, I never thought I never thought about looking into keto. Uh, was it hard initially to to do it down that route? Because I, I, me, it's, like it's I, different. It's different. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, you have to switch up your diet a lot. And do you still do it now? I don't do it right now, but I mean, so keto is like a diet that you can do, but you also enter into like a state of ketosis. So like, if I do a fast, I'm entering ketosis. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So I do that sometimes. Um, now I'm just kind of like doing my own thing. You know, after doing that for a while, I kind of learned like what works best for me. And like, it's a tool, right? It's a it's a tool to kind of sharpen your mind a little bit. Um, but right now I'm doing like carnivore and like fruits. Boss. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of steaks or just like? A lot of steak, <laughs> a lot of raw eggs. Dude, Phil does a raw egg thing too. Like he's been telling me about this whole raw egg it's a thing. Superfood. Is it it's like so what tell me more about the raw eggs? Like what I have, has, I have eggs. I just don't know like how yeah, would you it, do it? Yeah, you just drink them. You crack them and you drink okay. them. Okay. Yeah. But like what does it do to you? It has all the minerals that you need and it has like all these really great um nutrients that when you cook them, you kind of lose some of that. Now the trade-off is the protein is more bioavailable, but um, if you're, it's, it's great for your hormones. If you're drinking raw eggs, like I was, I started drinking raw eggs. I gained like ten pounds in like two weeks, so like muscle. What really? Yeah. Okay, nice. Well, you've seen Rocky, right? Well, I didn't Rocky's know up there <laughs> chugging eggs. I didn't know that's what raw eggs do to you. So they get but, you jacked. I guess as men, we kind of need that. We do. We need to like bolster our testosterone. Right. And you get after it. Yeah. I mean, you'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna start drinking raw eggs tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, dude, I never thought, like, no one ever told me this. So if I, me, like, I love hot sauce. So if I threw some, like, hot sauce Hell in there, yeah. like Tabasco, yeah. you can't mix it up, right? You have to eat it whole. Um, I don't know. It's up to you. I mean, like, mixing it up, that's not gonna affect the nutrients. Oh, okay. That was but, a dumb um, question. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I could throw like some Tabasco Definitely in there some tabasco or Salias in, yeah. in a hot sauce in yeah, there. I like it, it kind of spicy. It's not good. Oh, wait. It doesn't taste good? No. no <laughs> oh, it doesn't? No, but that's not why you do it. Okay. So how many do you recommend the plebs out there drink raw eggs? Like two or one? If you're a pleb, I recommend at least two raw eggs and I'm not a doctor like I can't <laughs> I can't recommend anything but I'll just say what I do like I don't even think doctors nowadays are doctors <laughs> so so I think you're good <laughs> I'm just a pleb but uh, I drink eggs after workouts and uh, to break my fast so. amazing so okay let me get this right I want to make sure I get this right <laughs> so one egg or no two eggs a little bit of hot sauce in there and just gulp them down and then I can go work out or wait till after I come back from my workout. Whatever. 
Okay. But, um, you know, after your workout, you're, you're probably like more primed to absorb it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to try it tomorrow. Try it Does out, it man. need to be a certain, is there a better version of an egg? I know Phil does it from his chickens that he has in his backyard. Yeah, that's probably ideal, but. Um, is there a certain brand that you recommend? Or there's they, not. I there's can't recommend a certain <laughs> brand. You have to be self-sovereign and understand like what eggs are you putting in your system. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I'm going to try it tomorrow. I'm going to make it. I'm going to let, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up on Telegram. Telegram I'm going to be like. I want uh, a video. I'm going to be like, Cooper, this fucking sucked. <laughs> But I feel amazing. (laughs) Turn into like fucking jaw jacked up. That's awesome. That's good. That's good solid pleb advice. Thank you. Do you have any more pleb advice? I feel Uh, like like you're on a roll. Live your life, man. I mean, this is all we got. Be be grateful. Get after it. You know, like we got stuff to do. So let's let's be productive. Let's enjoy the time that we have. Let's fucking go. Yeah, dude. It's so great having you here. I, th- I think one of the greatest things I like about you, Cooper, and it's just like every time I see you, you always have like a smile. You're always like uh, your your energy that you project out is like engulfing for me. It like it's like a wave of like Cooper goodness that comes over my face, and I'm That's just awesome. like I sounded wrong. <laughs> it's like a wave that comes, but like it's like so freaking. Uh, it's like it's so intoxicating. I'm like man, dude. Like, this is why I love the plebs, dude. It's like... That pleb energy. It's that pleb energy, right? And like, yeah, man. Like, I I get that way. But like, you have it in like a different like way because you just came in and just like, oh, man, this is like, this is what I needed. And like, believe it or not, like, even I know you came up to me when we initially met. And um, like later that night, I'm going to tell you this. Later that night, I was like thinking to myself and like on the floor, I was like, it's like, man, that's crazy. Like, Cooper came over here because he believes in, like, what we're doing here in Austin. Yeah. With, with the Bitcoin scene, he, he, like, he believes in everybody. And to me, for a second, I was like, gosh, I'm so blessed, man. Like, all these wonderful human beings coming to Austin and, like, helping us build this is going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be the biggest story, like, of all time. Historic. I hope so. I hope so. We'll see. I mean, like. Yeah, man. You just have great energy about you. Thank you. I sir. think everybody, like, I was like, Kyle, have you met Cooper? He's like, oh, yeah. He's a real one. I was like, <laughs> he just whispered that in my ear. And even right, right now, when we went to go have that little quick meeting, like, it was just like, yeah, dude, everybody everybody can can feel your energy, man. It's it's good. It's well, good stuff. I'm, I'm certainly happy to be here. I'm looking to meet as many plebs as possible. So if you see me out in, in uh, Austin or wherever, just introduce yourself i'll probably seek you out first but um yeah yeah it's it's a good place to be we're doing the right thing um we gotta get steaks dude are, are we you gotta gonna, grab some steaks we gotta grab some steaks i think maybe maybe friday night we can go do steaks at donald's i think that'd be fun after that sounds P- elite after pbs that'd be nice hell yeah yeah stop and get some cancy cattle or something this is like what i'm talking about dude like we have such a a blessed life right now like being in Austin as a Bitcoiner, like, we're super, like, we're super blessed, man. It's awesome. Don't I, you don't you think, like, we, we, we all have, like, a really good sound mind. And we're all there for each other. I just mm-hmm. feel like we're just building it together. And it's Dude, a beautiful it's, thing. It's the coolest thing because, you know, I've been hanging around Pleb Lab a little bit. And I've, I've got to kind of see, like, what life is like. 
And life's not bad. It's not bad. It's amazing. It's a dream. It's <laughs> right. a dream Does, life. Doesn't doesn't it feel like I keep t- saying this? I'm like, dude, I wake up every day and I pinch myself. Yeah, I'm like, no, how was like, I so lucky to have a life out like with this? Bitcoiners all day long, like building stuff on Bitcoin to make the world a better place. If that's not the best life, I don't know what is. Like, exactly. Yeah, it's just a awesome. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you for coming. And um, yeah. Let's go build this shit, dude. Let's do it. Let's go build it. You got anything else for the for the plubs out there? You got anything else? Nothing. Just keep doing you. Plub life is where it's at. Come to Austin. Come to Austin. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's fucking go.